Simon Paginot, if you could describe this dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? Hippopotamus. Say that again. Hippopotamus. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley alongside my co-host, Sean Heckman. Yep. And we are currently wrapping up our Dinner with Racers tour across the country. We're working on mile 8,007 on the odometer here, and we've been running on Continental tires inside my Acura MDX the entire time. We've crossed something like 20 states, and we're going to bring you 27 different dinners with racers all for you to criticize later on on the internet. So, uh, uh, speaking of hard work, uh, we're going to uh, sit down for lunch with uh, one of the hardest working drivers in IndyCar, none other than Simon Paginot. Simon is the ultimate sort of classic success story in open wheel, which is harder and harder to find. You know, he comes from Europe, does a, a season of Atlantics, goes out, wins the championship, gets a scholarship to uh, go out and run some, some bigger programs. Goes over to Champ Car, does well, team folds, series changes, out looking for a job again, finds a job, that job goes away. It's this story forever. Somehow all that transpires in him now being a Penske IndyCar driver. He's the guy that Penske said, I want to start a fourth team for. No one else has had anywhere near that much of Penske's support other than the three-man guys he's had for years. So a lot is riding on his shoulders. He didn't have a great 2015, and he talks about why and what he's looking for into the next season. And he's just an all-around honest dude. He was funny. He made funny faces. He did impressions of Will Power. He's French, so of course we naturally hear a lot about cheese. And we learned about raclette. Raclette. And the funny thing about Simon is that he brought his best friend and his best friend's family and his lovely girlfriend, Haley. So we had a whole entourage show up. and like eight French people. Right, and, and so us. we assume that's what happens when you drive for Penske. One of my favorite people to interview because I consider him a friend and he's also just a really down-to-earth guy, especially even after all his success. He talked about the highs and lows of his career as well as just talking about the fun stuff of living in America, like going to Waffle House. Waffle. Once again, thanks to Acura for giving you the car to get there. Thanks to Continental for making this entire thing possible. Let's hear Simon. Wee oui, oui. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five... So this is how we know you've made it, because you already have a posse. A yeah, what? you have an entourage. Uh, we have an entourage now. Oh, wait. Oh, that's, you, that's he might not know what that other word means. Oh. A posse. Posse. I, I didn't know what that meant. No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good call, actually. <laughs> Good catch. So, posse. Yeah. No, I, I know that. I, I knew the other one. but yeah, so, a <laughs> so a posse would be like if you were an old uh, Western like uh, cowboy. All your, okay. all your crew is your posse. Yeah, there yeah there you so, go. so we're learning stuff today. Just like Tony Stewart. Right, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you went go-karting last night with the Penske guys? Yes, yeah, so it's called the Shake and Bake race. Weird. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so did you Shake wear a Perrier suit? No. no, I guess it started even before I was there. Oh, really? So it had nothing to do with, with me and being... 
Don Girard, whatever he's called. <laughs> you know what he's <laughs> called. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tyler Digger Nights. Mm-hmm. So um, it was fun. It was raining, 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 raining. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was uh, pretty eventful. There's I've been a lot there. of spinning out there. Uh, see, I've been there a few times in the rain, and it's slick. And then the brakes are rear rear discs, yes. so it's easy to lock it up. And yes, yeah. and the grass is very wet. Yeah. yeah. Was it both NASCAR, <laughs> or is it just uh, yeah. IndyCar? And Everyone from Penske that want to do it can do it. Yeah. So it was oh. about 30, 30 uh, mechanics, engineer, design engineer. Right. So it's great because it's also great for bonding, you know. Sure. Uh, obviously, there's 350 people there. Yeah. So, so who can who can wheel that we wouldn't know? Well, we have Travis. Travis organized the race, and yeah. he, he drives pretty good. He's the crew chief at uh, on the three car okay. on the pen on the Castro Nevis. Oh, Castro Nevis. Castro Nevis car, and um, on the IndyCar side, right. and uh, who has drove well? Pat Stewart is uh, is um, is one of the tire changer, okay. and also a PR guy, <laughs> and he's he drives really That's well. Too. So you have a PR guy that actually does stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sean's yeah. a PR guy. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm tires. completely useless. I can so. see. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is gonna go well. W- was uh, was Ryan Blaney there? No, Ryan didn't come. He's no. very good in the wet there. He, he? he the first time I went there it was myself, him, his friend Bubba Wallace that races yep. NASCAR with him, and then a couple. Uh, Sean Rahal. I don't know if you know yes, him. Yeah. Yes. And a few others, and we go there, and it's pouring rain, and they were closed, but they had a corporate event, so they're like, none of these guys want to go out. So if you want to go out until it dries up, go at it. Uh huh. So the five of us went out there. We're like knocking down barriers <laughs> and crashing huge, but Blaney was really, was really good. good. Um, he and I had lunch. This is probably like a year ago now. Or it was right after you joined, and he had met you and Montoya at like a meet and greet or something. Yeah. And he said he went up to you guys, and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm Ryan." And you guys were like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you." Like, and had no idea Just who he was. He was a fan. Or at least that's what he thought. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I think they think I work in like the carbon shop." <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we knew who he was. He's a great guy, actually. Yeah. I just saw him this morning. We're doing an event yeah. uh, at Penske. He's a great guy. He's, very He's fast. really growing. Yeah. Into his role. Yeah. It's cool to see. Yeah, he's really good. He really could be good. the next Keselowski or Logano over there. I think he's going to sure. be. He's going to be the next star for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Does, does anyone show up to that thing taking it way too serious? Do you know, like a, like a like a yeah, like there's yeah, like a fuel guy who's like, if I do, oh if yeah. I can beat Pagano, what maybe are, Roger. I was will call gonna say, me. or is it? Y- are you the one that shows up too serious? Yeah. Like full suit, no, helmet, well gloves. No, I had the suit, like, whoa, but they hey. were like way more prepared. So hang on, it's raining, right? Yes, it was raining. Like let's say in English, cats and dogs, and. We show up with with my friend, my French friend. We were called the French Connection, <laughs> but uh, we had no rain suit. Uh, I had my little Puma shoes that you can see through. Nice, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got holes in them everywhere. And after, after basically two laps, I'm soaked and I'm w- I weigh probably 20 more pounds. And and everybody everybody else has a rain suit and everybody w- is well e- equipped and, and we just showed up like that. So <laughs> I guess uh, it was reverse roll. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So how do you like in Charlotte over Indy? Yeah, I love it. It's big upgrade actually in terms yeah. of uh, weather, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, it's great for training because I can run. I run a lot. Yeah. I love running, and uh, it's good for, for my cardio. And there's, uh, you know, it's such a convenient place here. Like I'm a mile away from my gym, a mile away from the store. Uh, if we need something from the grocery store, where in Indy, where we were was not ideally placed, so we had to drive 20 minutes everywhere. Right. Uh, so again, gain a lot of time. I can organize myself better. Sure, but uh, it's it's you know the biggest thing is for me. I always feel like I need to be close to the race team. Yeah. Um, just because you know relationship is everything in racing. Uh, communication. Mm-hmm. You know to extract the best out of everybody and 
I thought being here would be the best and, and Haley loves it so we have a great time we have a beautiful house on the lake yeah so that's that's pretty cool on Lake Norman yes that's the place to be yes it is yeah, very nice it's beautiful yeah we we just came from Indy we actually had lunch with uh Derek Walker yes you know very well yes and then uh who's after Derek Walker Brian Clausen Brian Clausen who's <coughs> a uh, he raced the Indy yes. 500 this year yeah. he's a USAC yeah, guy Brian's really cool yeah really nice guy um and so we spent a little short time in uh in Indy and uh how's Derek he's he's I think he's a little bit bummed out right now Is because he? he he admitted to us that he spent so much time focusing on the IndyCar job that he didn't really think about or find the time to find a, another program for his for his guys. Yeah. So he's hoping for something to come along in the GT side, but he was kind of like, eh. Don't know yet. So yeah. Funny enough, he didn't understand what this was, even though we explained it to him in yeah. previous emails. So the day of, he's like, "Ah, oh, you don't need your recording equipment." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to our meeting." Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So. We actually brought That's him. Uh, we brought him a sandwich, and he just made fun of us the whole time for it. And it was just a turkey club, and he's like, "I wouldn't eat that." Like, <laughs> okay. Bring me sushi. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Where's my you lobster? You got to take him to Tigri if you want him to be happy. Yeah. You have to take him to Tigri. That's where we went Tigri. yesterday. Yeah, the Tigri where we with oh, Sarah. Oh yeah, on 86th yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. We we went there yesterday with Sarah Fisher. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. the place is excellent. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah really it's really good. good. Yeah, yeah, I used to be there all the time when I was in Indy. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we had lunch with Sarah Fisher, and then we drove down here last night. Yeah. So, yeah, Derek was fine. Sarah is building a car track, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Indoor thing. It's going to have a banked oval inside. Indoor and, wow. And, and wow. It's, it's right across the street from the speedway, she said. Okay. Very close to it. Wow. They have a two-level uh, course, road course, and then they have a banked oval, which I'm, i i got to see that. That's oh, yeah. Awesome. That would be fun. Yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. Nobody does it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you won't. That's awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, she was We should cool. go race there someday. Yeah, right. Oval. And oval stuff. On the oval Do you like stuff. the oval stuff? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I grew to love it. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, when I, <laughs> I'll tell you some stories. Obviously, Gilles Deferrin is a really good friend of mine, and, uh, and he's a bit my mentor, and he was here at Penske. And, anyways, when when I first uh, started in IndyCar, he said, "Oh, you know, the oval, you're gonna take it seriously. You're gonna be respected." And kind of scared me away right sure. away. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds <then> terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> when people talk to you about it, it's terrifying. Everybody makes such a big deal out of it. It is a big deal because you're traveling at super high speed. Right. But uh, <coughs> I got on. I was still shaking when I was driving yeah. the first few <laughs> times. hands are like tight. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going <laughs> to happen here? They're telling me all this stuff. And, it, you know, I took it step by step. I took it easy at the beginning on purpose because uh, I knew I had time to grow into it. And... Uh, and obviously at Penske we have the best cars on oval. The yep. cars are awesome to drive. It's uh, a lot easier than when you have a bad car yeah. or uh, or a decent car. But the cars are just perfect, so uh, it makes your life a lot easier. And and I I just love it now. It's uh you know it's such a tactical sport. It's uh you know when you look from the outside you're like oh there's not much to it. But uh, from inside it's all about the right draft, the right positioning of your wings yeah. underneath the car in front of you. And the practice is so important. Um, getting ready for the qualifying, getting ready for the race is, is tremendous compared to a road course, how much you have to be on point and sure about your decision right. in the car. Um, I w I was I'm still amazed how precise of a sport it, it, it is. Now, is that something that you think is a strong suit of yours now? Or are you, st are you feel like because you're with Penske and they're bringing the best stuff that now you can like go into a weekend knowing you're a threat? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Indy was a perfect example because you, prior to being at Penske, you weren't necessarily known as an oval guy or known as sort of a road course guy. And then Indy, I would say, was one of your strongest performances all year. It where was, All yes. through practice, you were you were the man. You were, you were right there at the end. 
Uh, how has that sort of matured for you? Yeah, absolutely. It's it was a surprise to be honest because we didn't test. We had zero <laughs> testing on Oval yeah. before Indy. Wow. I didn't know about the new Aero Kit, uh, the Chevrolet Aero Kit. I didn't know how that was going to behave, and I had no idea about the Penske package compared to what I was sure. used to. So I just said, just put Helios Helios car on, and I'm just going to go try it. And uh, man, it was Helio likes a car that's really responsive and and. Really, you know, he leans his head and the car turns. And at first, I was like, "Wow, this is this is different." Um, then I, I just adapt to it and made a few changes for me. And the whole month was a dream. The car was amazing. Um, I just um, managed to run in traffic with Montoya, with Castro Neves, and I just observed what they were doing, and uh, and it really helped me to understand what it was going to be like. And right. uh, yeah, definitely, I feel like <coughs> you know, if you look at Fontana, Pocono. And indeed, that was my strongest yeah. performance Which of the year. Which for you is surprising because you're yeah. road course specialist. So uh, I guess I learned well, uh, but there's so much more to learn. Right. So, uh, you know, I the <coughs> thing is, is in IndyCar, you need to focus on three different skills, which is road course, street course, and oval. And short oval as well. Yeah. So during the winter, last year, I spent a lot of time focusing on, on super speedways. Now I need to, you know, spray a little bit my attention on everything a little bit more. But uh, right. I feel like going back to Indy, with what I know now, I think we we're going to be a good a good threat. How happy were you with the season with Penske? Well, not happy, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not much. I didn't want to say that. I was going to yeah. let you say it, but go on. No, I'm not happy. Right. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I I fought uh, for the championship the last two years right. with Schmidt, <coughs> which is an excellent team, great people, uh, but certainly not the resources we have at Penske. Right. Um, the car at Penske are a lot better. Uh, no secret. It's just um, they go into so much research. I mean, the cars are just very very strong. Uh, we have uh, the way the cars are prepared is, is really reliable, is really fast, um, and then we have everything we need else, elsewhere. You know, it's uh, the all the shaker, the shaker test that they do, the wind tunnel test. Right. But um, you know, it was a new team. The 22 team was a brand new team, fourth car. Yeah. And Penske's never run, never ran four car in 50 years. <laughs> That's got to be a huge. Like just massive amount of confidence inspiring situation for you because you're the one person that they said okay we'll we'll add a fourth car for you because other people have wanted to be that fourth car or sometimes even the third car and they yeah. didn't have the money but they literally were like we'll make this work for you we want you that bad like, yeah that's awesome man you won the lottery that was you know, pretty like much the case that's, that's yeah like, okay <laughs> I'm in yeah it's like it's exactly like that the day actually we were in vacation the day it happened with Haley and. Uh, <coughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, it was like I was on, on cloud nine. It was unbelievable. Roger called me right away and welcomed me to the family, yeah. as he calls it, and uh, said, here is my cell phone. Call me any time of the day or the night. No problem. And from that moment on, you become part of the family, the Penske family. Yeah. They're very loyal. Um, and, you know, Tim Sindrick or, or Roger, they, they do everything they can to put you uh, in the right situation. Um, so I felt very honored that I was that guy. The thing I didn't realize is how much time it was going to take to actually get the team going. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my role, uh, you know, I had to become uh, the leader of that new team that was coming up. And yeah. uh, maybe I didn't embrace it enough, you know, this year. Uh, I didn't, you know, I trusted the system, but uh, it was a fourth car. And uh, and I think I needed to be a stronger leader. So that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. That's what I'm going to do next year. Right. Um, you know, to push everybody a bit, a bit more, to motivate everybody. And make ourselves a, a better team but you know it is um racing is all about time you, you can't just show up and beat everybody dixon's been with these guys for 
you know, more than a decade. Yeah. Um, Castro Neves has been around a long time. Not just him, but his crew. His guys. His yeah. guys. Uh, so uh, there's been shuffling around. It's not all the guys he had in the last 15 years, but uh, he knows where he's at. Yeah. Know, he's been around Penske for a long time. You've been a part of some really big programs, Peugeot, Factory, the Honda stuff, uh, then Schmidt, obviously. <coughs> Is it because it's Penske and it's your first year you don't want to go in and ruffle feathers and be the fourth car guy that's then going, hey, this is what I need, and you're not sure how they react to that stuff yet? I w just got my dream job with Real Time and the Acura, and I know I can win races and, and be quick in GT cars, but it's my first year there, and they've been doing it for however long, and my teammate owns the team plus is like a 14-time champion or something, so I can't go in and be like, oh, you know, fix this or this, but halfway through the year they were coming to me saying, hey, we want you to – you know, push us on this and tell us what you want. And so I, I slowly got more aggressive with the way I was handling my situation. Is it a similar thing where you know you're who you are and that you can win in that level, but you're new yeah. and it's Penske? Yeah, exactly. Is that kind of the deal? Yeah, I think I was uh, a little shy to begin yeah. with, you know, uh, and despite, you know, having been strong teams, like you said, Peugeot was a similar organization with a lot of people, nine huge drivers that all came from Formula 1 except me. <laughs> uh, so, Meh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, but here you, you you have Montoya, Castro Neves, three-time Indianapolis champion, you know, and uh, and with Power, who know, everybody knows he's super fast on one lap stuff. He was the reigning, reigning champion as yeah. well. So you just show up there and, you know, you're trying to kick their ass the last three years and you just show up here. I've done different stuff for sure. We've done things differently in the past. Yeah. Uh, and then I showed up in the team with the same engineer I had before. And all of a sudden, yeah, you just need to adapt to the system. I think it was necessary to just blend in. Yeah. Um, but certainly I could have been maybe a little bit more aggressive. But um, the result didn't come. And when you don't have results, you can't really say this my way is the right way to go yeah. right. um, and somehow I just wanted to adapt to the process the right. Penske way uh, which I love but like you said you know who you are as a racer as a person and I need to uh, I need to just be myself right and exactly and you don't my plan next year I mean we don't know each other but you don't strike me as a guy who's like pounding his fist on the table like it must be this way I, I <laughs> would I would disagree actually I really? would say the Simon I know is that like okay it needs to be this way because it's how we're gonna win so let's go do that like you're very to the point yeah and direct but again, it's Penske. Yeah, you yeah, know, so you, be you don't want to be the new guy You're who's right. yelling when all the other three guys. Well, we're getting top fives, and <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. So you got to work your way into being that. Yeah, way. you gotta you gotta show your strengths first. I feel like you know, first you, you know, my teammates are so strong. You yeah. just need to show that you can be at their level or stronger, and then take it your way. But uh, I gotta earn it. Yeah, you know? yeah and sure. I feel like I have to. I have to show that I, I can earn it. Um, obviously, I brought a lot to the table this year. That's not being seen, but I've brought quite a bit to the table. That that was interesting to uh, to um, to the other drivers and engineers. Um, but now 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 is a different time. You know, it's my second year. This is time to uh, time to succeed. You know, time to execute. I should say. Right. And uh, before we look at results, it's it's more about execution. And like you said, um, Ryan, it's about you know being able to say this is what we need to do. This is how we're going to be. And and Let's do it this way. Yeah. Let's be strong. Yeah. One thing that surprised me, you told me a long time ago, was the Peugeot team. You, you kind of hinted that they didn't treat you guys like superstars, even though everybody was a superstar. They treated you guys like plug-and-play, you know, parts of the car, like yes. a set of shocks. Like, yeah, that's neat. Get in the car and go. <laughs> 
but you were handed like the torch, like the the pride of France, so to speak, to chase down the Germans <laughs> on the last like double stint or whatever at Le Mans. Yeah. So you've had a, you've had some pretty awesome things happen to you, <laughs> and you're still so humble, which is like I refer to two people that I've met that encouraged me to continue to go the direction I want to go in my career. You and Hans Stuck, because we drove like the year you raced at Le Mans, like together. Three months after yes. Le Mans is when, when you and I drove together, and you were just happy to have a crappy sandwich and, and drink a Coke and sit on the side of the trailer and talk. And uh, Hans Stuck, I worked with on a ride and drive once, and he uh, he he's director of Volkswagen still, I think, motorsports. And he was standing in a parking lot in Las Vegas for like nine hours in 100-degree heat with <laughs> a bunch of mo mopes like us. And uh, at the end of the day, we're like, hey, we're going to go get a beer. Do you want to go? And he's like, I'd love to go, but I have to fly to Le Mans. <laughs> over on the red eye <laughs> and we're like oh right you're still in charge still of Volkswagen um, is that something that you pride yourself on by being you know the same person you are obviously you're here with your best friend from from years ago yes and you stay true to your roots is that is that what I can say about you yeah I think you know uh, it's it's I j I'm just I'm just myself yeah. you know it's at the end of the day um, it's this funny thing I feel like you know uh, the guys that we remember as racer, okay, there's some, like a Rick Mears, you know, you remember him as a, a guy like that, right? A guy that's respectful, that's uh, that's super good on the racetrack, super good driver, amazing driver, uh, but also respectful of everything. But you also remember guys like Schumacher, right, who is a workaholic, uh, but not very respectful of his competitors. But we remember, remember, we sorry, we remember him as uh, one of the greatest. Yeah. Senna was nothing else. Ruthless. He was yeah. ruthless. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> you know, everybody remembers him as you know the star that we call him at and Senna, who are, you know he's my idol, he's yeah. my hero. Same. But he was ruthless. And sometimes I think you know maybe I should be ruthless too, but that's not me. You yeah. know, I'm just who I am. Um, I've I've dreamt to be here today. I've dreamt to be uh, driving for Penske since I'm four years old. And uh, my passion became my job, and my dream became reality. Yeah. So I'm always very thankful for it. I think, you know, when you look at people around you, um, you know, my friends, I'm so thankful to have them, and they're still around, despite me not calling them every day. Right. Uh, uh, I'm very thankful for my life. Uh, so I just um, just want to enjoy it. And, and I want, you know, I want to I wanna finish my career being happy that I extracted the best out of myself. And I don't feel like, I haven't felt once that I've done a perfect race yet. Right. So how could I be pretentious about it and ruthless when I don't do a perfect job yet? Sure. Yeah. You know? So that's how I think about it. Um, I, I, and I feel like everybody can bring me something. I can learn from anyone. Uh, I learned from you, Ryan. You know, your attitude at the racetrack when we met Lagun Seca, I was like, wow, this is, this is interesting to see the, the relationship you had with your mechanic um, you know, so friendly, but still, you got in the race car and you were down to business. And I thought that was really cool. I learned from that. Um, learning from Montoya, uh, his attitude is, is interesting. Uh, seeing how he sometimes dislikes things, <laughs> but still does it in a way that you don't know he dislikes it. Right. You know, it and, you know, he wouldn't be pissed off if I said that. Yeah. But uh, Elio, for example, he's being himself. Everybody thinks he's acting, but no, he's himself. That's how he is. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. How that's yeah. who he is. The guy you see on TV is Elio, so... I'm trying to learn from everyone and sure. try to become a better person, better right. driver. What uh, what don't we know about Roger Penske? <laughs> oh, uh, I think 
Is he like a reality TV show yeah, fan? Yeah, he's or something? sitting in his office watching, watching cat videos. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't know that, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. You can't uh, look him in the eye. Does he like text you late at night, like, what's up? Want to get a beer? <laughs> yeah. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, I think, well, probably everybody knows that, but I don't think he ever took a vacation. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other day I asked him, I said, why don't you sometimes, you know, get a vacation on your boat or something? And he said, vacation. For what? Yeah. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I could picture him wearing shorts. Yeah. You know, I don't think yeah, I could see yeah. him wearing shorts. Have you ever seen like him laugh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He's oh, yeah. He actually, you know, he's he enjoys. He's all about racing. He yeah. loves racing. Yeah. I mean, he goes to every NASCAR race, almost every NASCAR race, every IndyCar race, and he flies in in the morning, do the race, call the strategy for Helio, yeah. and the next morning he's in England doing business in his uh, one of his dealership. Right. You know, it's it's incredible. I it my favorite stops. thing about him is that he he goes to the IndyCar races before he goes to the NASCAR races. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's so that's cool to me. It's true to his roots, like where he came from. And we were in Derek Walker's office the other day. He's got a picture of their Penske. It was like eighty one or something. Nineteen eighty uh, or eighty one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the second. Penske they ever built because the first one Derek Walker claims yep. it's the first original Penske because it was the second oh, car they like built the, the first one was yeah. a copy of a McLaren okay so yeah. he's like this is the one that we did on our own it was our own car but Roger's the signboard guy <laughs> and he's like hanging over the wall like yeah get it <laughs> it's like and I'm like that's Penske right he's like oh yeah he was on yeah. like hands on he still spots for um he still spotting for uh, Kizanowski as well yeah, yeah I saw him in the stands I think at Phoenix or something he was like standing up in the corner yeah, yeah. I have a good story I was at the breakout this year with with uh, with him and uh, we were um, he has his own spot in up in turn one on the inside of the track and right. he, he's there he's got the headset on and it was really hot like I was struggling yeah okay and Roger goes up the stairs walking as fast as me um, Obviously, you can only respect that because of his age, right? Yeah. And the guy's in such good health. <laughs> and he goes up there, and he stood there the whole race. Drank a few water, but not too many. And just stood there. Didn't even rest on the on the guardrail. Nothing. It's just unbelievable. He's so passionate. It's right. unbelievable. Yeah, that's his thing. He's found his yeah. his calling for sure. Would he ever put you in one of those? I'm sorry? Would he ever put you in a, in a stock car? I would love to. I don't know if he would. But <laughs> <laughs> probably like, well, we'll have to look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I think he's all about he numbers. He just wants to win. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so a, a few of the things I really enjoy about you as a, as a racer is that you'll get in anything. Like mm -hmm. when I first heard about you as Good a Honda guy. Good right there. Yeah. Wow. See how we did that? That was amazing. <laughs> but you did the 25-hour in the Honda Fit. Yeah. Like six years ago yeah, or something i was doing two cars yeah and the <laughs> stories that i was hearing from that was that you drove like six hours straight or something one yes. of them and they were literally like hey simon we you know pit for fuel we're gonna drive change like no i want to stand <laughs> and you drove a, a b-spec honda fit which has like 80 horsepower mm -hmm. for like the whole night and yeah. all these like honda engineers are wanting to get in and drive and you're like no i'm good i'm, I'm good, good. I'm good. <laughs> that's got to be the slowest car you've ever raced oh, but I and love you're loving thing. it yeah i love that thing because it breaks so late because it's so slow <laughs> 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 but in the meantime it's so nimble it's so light i had such a blast and and i was passing cars with that thing so yeah uh, i had a great time it was awesome it was raining changing condition on slicks oh, it was it was the best time of my life yeah Shortly after I heard those stories, you and I drove together, and I was super intimidated because I'm going to have to drive with a factory Peugeot driver. At a tr I'd never raced at Laguna before. I'd been there a bunch. Oh, of is that right? Yeah, I'd never driven there before, so I was like, ah. Oh. And I remember I asked you like an idiot. I knew the answer, and I still asked. I'm like, you've been here before, right? And you're like, yeah, I was here. And not in at all in a cocky or arrogant way. You're like, yeah, I was here in Atlantic's Champ Car, P2, P1, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> got it, got it. But you didn't mean it in like a – you weren't rude at all. But the best thing that happened that weekend was like one of our teammates was there, and he wasn't driving. I don't remember if you remember this, but we were looking at in-car, and it was my video, and you and I are sitting together looking at it, and the kid thought it was uh, – or sorry, it was your in-car, and the kid thought it was my in-car. And uh, he's – he's was, I don't know if you remember, is it Andrew? He had broken ribs. No, I don't okay, remember. so he wasn't driving, so he was, like, supporting the team. Uh, yeah, and he's looking over our shoulders. He's a young kid, and he's trying to impress somebody or something. And he says, oh, you missed the apex there in turn five. And you're like, oh, did I? Okay, you, like, turn back and look at him. You're like, oh, I'll work on it. And you weren't <laughs> rude at all. You weren't like, do you know who I am? <laughs> like, throw a drink in his face. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, shut up, kid. Shut up, kid. And you're like, oh, I'll work on it. Thanks. And I was like, okay, be like this guy forever. Just be humble. Um Thanks, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, no, I remember that. St- I still tell people that story because it's so funny because <laughs> you were like, oh, was I? All right, I'll figure <laughs> it out. I'm like, um, But you love it here. You love it in America. Do you have like an American, like if you were to make, because I could make a French accent. After a few beers, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah? Yeah. Who, who do you sound like? I don't know. I think it's like Clint Eastwood or something from a movie. Like, I don't sound like anybody. <laughs> I, <think. laughs> I don't think so. Do you do impressions at all? No. No? No. I would try, but. Do you have a willpower? Uh, yeah, I think I do actually. So I do a what? Uh, what did you do the other day? So it was about like oh wait, I made fun of him. Um, if you come, if you come to a NASC, uh if you come to a IndyCar race, <laughs> you will, you will be able to get your Verizon phone. <laughs> and he speaks slow like that. Yeah. And mate. What what are you doing, mate? Uh-huh. What's going on? <laughs> we With his big eyes like that. Right. <laughs> Smiles. <laughs> we had lunch with the uh, Oriole Servia. Like it seems like a year ago now, but it's like yeah, two weeks like ago. His uh, his Montoya yeah. impression. Do you have one of those? No, that would it's be Orioles was just like Orioles was fantastic. It was. Like, eh. Oh yeah, eh. that's true. Eh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> eh. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and Will Power used to be pretty close. Yeah. And then had a bit of a falling out like two years ago or whatever, yeah, or last yeah, year. You yeah. guys are getting into it all the time. Yes, we did. Is that back on? You guys good now? Like yeah, it's, we're it's good. It's not a big deal. Well, you know, we're teammates, so we need to yeah. work together. <laughs> right. But, like, you can still hate him if you want. <sighs> not really. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's it a love-hate relationship with Will, you know? Yeah. He's like, he could be my best buddy. If we didn't race, I think we'd be best friends. Yeah. yeah. Because we have a... Somewhat, somehow, and people won't believe this, but we have a similar kind of sense of humor. Right. So tell me why you love living over here. Is it just the Back opportunities, you know? Or yeah, well, you know, initially, so I moved here. I moved in the U.S. when I was 21, so I'm 31. So that's, this is number 10. Yeah. 10 year. Um, about eight years in Indy, uh, in Indianapolis. And uh, the decision came from... In two th- at the end of 2005, I was racing in Europe, and, and I thought, what are the opportunities to become a professional driver? Um, and there was some opportunities in Japan and some opportunities here in the U.S. Um, and the biggest thing was for me the Atlantic Championship yeah. with the $2 million prize bonus right, that sure. year for yep. the winner. I was like, let's try this. If it doesn't work out, then I'll just go back to France try and Japan. Take, take care of the uh, family <laughs> business. Yeah. What uh, is the family business? A uh, grocery store. Really? A big supermarket. Yeah, my dad owns uh, like a super target kind of size okay. uh, yeah. supermarket. Nice. Um, Did you work there? 
I did. Yeah, I worked there. Uh, no, I did uh, video game stuff. I was ordering video games. Uh, when I was a kid, I was 14. Uh, 14 until I was 18. And then I did a business school. So when I did the business school, you had to do six, uh, eight months in the uh, in supermarket, eight, eight, four months in school. And I worked away from my dad, actually, uh, in a different supermarket, <laughs> one of his friends. And I was in charge of the whole uh, department. Uh, I, I I went up in on the ladder really quick, yeah. so I had to care of all the the fresh uh, food. So, you know, all the cheese. So I know everything about cheese. That's a big deal in France. And your French, yeah. Big, yeah. big time. Right. Yeah, they're like, uh, don't mess this up, man. There are a lot yeah. of cheese, man. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, all the um, um, all the yogurts, uh, eggs, and uh, um, you know the how you call it the toast breads. All the toast bread area with. Uh, you know, milk bread. <laughs> bread. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's different breads, <laughs> like, you know, the cat cat car. It's uh, it's kind of like the little, um, uh, how do you call it, like patisserie. Okay. But sure. it's, it's not fresh. Right. Pastry. Yeah, pastries, yeah. but not fresh. I mean, they're fresh, but they're like. It's all the prepackaged basically. Yeah, prepackaged. Okay, yeah, okay. sure, sure. Sorry. For Just my so it would be baked goods and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I was taking care of that too. So that was like eight uh, eight different things, eight different uh, area in the supermarket. Do they have Cinnabons there? Cinnamon? Cinnabon. No. They have Cinnabon there? <laughs> they have buns. But, but not Cinnabon. No. It's not the same. No. We have <laughs> Baba or Rum. Do you know Baba or Rum? I have no idea what you oh just said. Oh, it's good. <laughs> no? You don't? No idea. Uh, waffles? <laughs> waffles? We have waffles. Yeah, we yeah. have waffles. Yeah, we actually have a house. Yeah. That sells waffles. Yeah, the waffle waffles. house. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. I go there in the morning. <laughs> Do you? So, yeah. We're no gonna way. Go back to that then. Yeah, go back to the why it's I America. like America because yeah. of Waffle House. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I, I don't. I think I would. I wouldn't be here for if it wasn't for racing. I think sure. because you know my life opened up because of racing. Sure. It became worldwide. Yeah. All of a sudden, but uh, coming here was like, you know, we call America the land of land of opportunity, sure. and that's so true for me. Uh, and you know it. It made my whole life. So I've uh, been here 10 years. I love it because people are so friendly, number one. You know, you go into a, a restaurant and the waitress is super friendly to you. Yeah. Uh, it's comfortable. Right. You can go to the post office. Post office is always open. That's not the case in France. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that not normal? Yeah. Yeah. It's life is just very practical. Uh, in general, you don't feel as stress, I would say. Um, and it's a newer country, so everything is well organized. Sure. And it's just the people, you know. I feel like the people, uh, there's always assholes everywhere, yeah, right? right. Sure. But I feel like the people are really, really, um, really nice here, and, and it's like you can really create a nice life over here. Yeah. So I enjoy it. I enjoy that you can go to Waffle House in the morning. Right. <laughs> and uh, so you haven't been to South Jersey. Have we been there? No, no. I don't think we have. Chain restaurants? They have as many chain restaurants in Europe? Like, do you, you kind of like that there's an Outback Steakhouse in every city you go to? Oh Does yeah. Will Power eat at the Outback Steakhouse? He must. I think he did the uh, commercial, onion. too. <laughs> did he really? You hear the guy talking? <laughs> outback. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come to a Steakhouse place. Yeah, I think he did. <coughs> I think he does every time, huh? I've seen him Outback. That would make me happy. Who's the biggest pain in the ass in IndyCar? Uh, well it depends. That one's for Will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I won't say why. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> we jokingly asked uh, Andy Lally. Said, "Who? If you could punch anybody in the face, who would it be?" And he just went right into it. He's like, "Oh, I hate this guy. This guy. This guy." We're like, 
No way. No. Oh, excellent. Okay. We're recording, cool. right? Yeah. Wow. Good. That, yeah. That's, he's good with that. Yeah, he doesn't care. No trouble. Yeah, his boss uh, is very different. Yeah, his boss isn't Roger Penske. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not worried about it. <laughs> Roger likes a little bit of competition, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So if you kind of put it out there, it's okay? Yeah, I think so. Well, you guys are so clean. You Did know, you see that I had a shave this like morning? I was like Google image searching you the other day for like research. And there was like a Aussie vineyard picture from Atlantic. So you have like hair down to your yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Well, yeah. Derek Walker had me cut those. I bet yeah. he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at Sean and was like, I don't know if I could find it now. It was it pretty it far Yeah, down, I, I had it was heated. It was like the Dario. Yeah, it was Dario. It was like the Dario. I had to, uh, I called Google and I had them deleted. <laughs> <laughs> oh like somebody yeah. recently looked at that. I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this picture. That's it. That's Can you the one. Put this that yeah. You can't put this already. We could make that like the, yeah, we could actually make uh, that. This when has you to go somewhere. When you click the download. That'll be what you see. It was my first picture. I was so proud. It <laughs> <laughs> was my first picture in America. Uh, hey, look at my hair there. It's beautiful. My grandma loves my hair. Nice. She would. She want, doesn't want me to cut my hair. Haley, is that working for you? That photo? Like go a little old that school? Is not working for you? No. no. Never going back? The thing is, is no. All right. She cuts my hair. She's a pro. Yeah. How much time does uh, Helio spend on the weekends messing with his hair? I mean, like, Jesus, man. He's, he's crazy. Legit. He's he takes legit. his helmet off, and he's it looks like he like just that, go yeah. got up. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like a Lego guy. <laughs> 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 it's crazy. That it's like you see him. It grows really quick. Okay. As soon as it grows, you see him the next week. Bam. Right. Back to normal. Yeah. You know. We're fortunate enough, teammates, to see the growth and that it's changing. You see it up close, and you're like, I'm telling everyone. Because most people <laughs> don't know it changes. Most people think like it's perfect all the time. Yeah. Most yeah. people think he just puts it on in the morning. If you ever like, it out if you evening. saw him with it messed up and you like took a picture of him, would he be like, dude, no? Like probably. Yeah, he's very very sensitive yeah. about his hair. If you wanna, yeah, Montoya started on it. You know, this year he just <laughs> he discovered that was his weakness point. So, so he just, just for it. pressed the button all year long. <laughs> so there's like an inner Penske rival. You know, like who can mess with who? His his well push button is his push hair. button is his hair. Yeah. Montoya's is uh, is I was gonna say probably his, yeah because uh, he's always breast. been a little bit yeah. he's yeah. a little bigger. That's that's proper, right? Moves. Say that. Moves. 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 Okay. Yeah. So tell me about the people at the table with yes. us. Oh, geez, I don't think you want to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to know the it's stuff you don't want to tell. Yeah, me. You're, yeah, you're our first entourage driver. I get fired tomorrow. If I yeah, no one you. else has had an entourage, by the way. So <laughs> Penske's the big deal, man. Yes. Yeah. Was he like you need a, everywhere you go? You take six people, yeah. two yes. cars. Yeah. So, so who here is packing? Has a gun. <laughs> okay. If you ha if you if you have an if you have an entourage, two of them have to have guns. Yeah, so Haley's, Haley's definitely security. Guard, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, she's my buddy. Yeah, she's right. all business. Too. Yeah, yeah, like man. Yeah. Don't what are you eating? You're eating a flatbread. That's what yes. you're getting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they all need uh, Beats headphones. Yeah. Why aren't they wearing headphones? Or Bose, which whoever sponsored <laughs> yeah, Penske. Why? <laughs> why? Why don't they have headphones? They need headphones. They're on their phones right now. Verizon phone. Well, we're being <laughs> yeah. we're being oh, rude. You see that? Yeah, nice little slide <laughs> nice. in there. Yeah. Verizon. Uh, so Fred is my best friend. I met him. Um, uh, I would s I should say actually, I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of best friends. Yeah. Like actually, you know, when you say I have friends, yeah, we all have friends. But I'm actually I don't know how it's possible. You know, I have really b I have like probably ten. I know what you mean. Which is incredible. Yeah. Best friends. Yep. I would call it at night if I was. You know, in trouble, they would come pick me up yep. anywhere in the world. So Is that a common thing? Yeah. Between those <laughs> ten, yeah. Just get yeah. locked up all the time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. 
only when I don't wear my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred, I met him. Uh, so I love skiing, and I go. Um, I've been going to the same place uh, in Saint Solan uh in the Alps, um, in Savoie. It's very important to say that in Savoie. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, it's very important. Okay. It's like you it's know, important. you got your state sting. Uh, we we'll oh, got our state right. sting yeah, too. So yeah, if I don't enough. say that, I get shoot. Right. I get shot. Yeah. I probably <laughs> won't go back there again. So. <laughs> so I've been going there since I'm 15. First year, I had to go by train, which was very difficult because my dad wouldn't let me go with my friends in their car. Uh, but anyway, I met him when I was 15, and uh, he was the owner of the pub. Perfect. And in France... That's smart. Yes. <laughs> in France, it's okay to go to a pub at 15 and get wasted. I agree. Yeah, I'm moving. That's yep. right. <laughs> so uh, I used to go to his bar, and, and I used to tell him... Uh, he loves to say that. I used to tell him, uh, I drive go-kart, I drive karting. <laughs> and he loves to say that to everybody. Like <laughs> When I used to come, I used to say that. So uh, we became best friends, and I, I, I go every year, and... Uh, uh, and uh, he had kids now, so, uh, right. you know, Axel and Joanne, so uh, Joanne talks a lot. <laughs> and uh, soon, soon I'm going to be, uh, again, godfather for the second time. Oh, excellent. Coco nice. is uh, pregnant with, with Fred, oh, so that's, that's cool. Fred, yeah, Fred how, uh, how different is he now from when he was 15? Like, is he a total <laughs> asshole now? <laughs> I'm going to have to translate attitude. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just said that was uh, <laughs> that was not very friendly. <laughs> uh, if I can translate what you say, yes, huh? Yes. So how many times? Job. How many times this guy passed out drunk in the bar? Oh, geez, you don't want to know that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Today? What? Yeah. Last night? No. <laughs> in the bar? Yeah. Actually, I think I'm the only one. That never had a bad uh, experience in that bar. In the bar. In that bar. And yeah. nobody knows why. Yeah. Because <laughs> I should. Right. Should have. <laughs> so that bar is, like, if you guys want to go to France, that's the place to go. Okay. Yeah. In yeah. Savoie. Yeah, Savoie. Make sure you say that. I, I don't want to get And now shot. I just yeah. want to say, so he, owns, so he owns two restaurants there as well now. So he's grown as well, right? Nice. He's, he's had this pub. He's grown up. Yeah. He has a pizzeria, and now he owns a... More high-end kind of restaurants where Very they good. do, uh, you know, they, it's amazing. They sh you show up and you want to have raclette, you know, and it, they do, they What's do raclette, raclette with all sorts of different cheese. What's we we don't know raclette. <laughs> <So> <laughs> raclette, sorry. I don't understand. I'm sorry. No, I get so no, excited we're, when the, I think we're about the it. ones that should be at my parents. Yeah. So it's melted <laughs> cheese. So basically, you put cheese in a little plate, right. a single plate for you, uh, that you put into a little oven. Okay. It's like a miniature oven that's on the table. And you put it in, and your cheese cheese melts, and you pour the me the cheese over the potatoes, uh, pickles, nice. ham. So nachos. French nachos. French nachos. <laughs> 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 so there's no there's no bun around, or there's no yeah. no bread with it. I mean, there's bread. Oh yeah, there's bread. <laughs> a baguette. C'est bon la baguette. You see his eyes light up when he said yeah. that. He's like, oh, there's bread. I can't wait for <laughs> December. <laughs> <laughs> you going back for the holidays? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just went back for. Uh, for a week, we had a week, uh, so we went back just to see uh, all my friends. That was the main goal. Yeah. And then we're going back in December to uh, just spend some time there. Yeah. I have a little house, so uh, so we just like to go there for vacation. Yeah. Very good. Huh? So what's the uh, what are the, what are the staple places when you got friends coming from Europe to to take them out here? Here? Yeah. Oh, so well, I'm discovering this as well. So, you know, I took him to the racetrack at Kershaw, yeah. uh, which is not a staple. 
Yeah. It is to me. Camden, <laughs> South Carolina is not where you take your friends. I got scared when it's they said there were snakes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they said, don't go off. There are snakes. I'm like, okay. And basically, Kershaw is like a little club track where a lot of teams do their testing. And yeah. It's not really a big it's fan of track. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of South Carolina. It's a nice track, actually. Yeah. So um, I took um, took my cars there with, with Frederick, and he's, he loves driving. So uh, uh, we've done the exotic experience in Vegas oh and okay, all that. Cool. So, uh, so we did that. Um, the staple. So the go-kart track, too. Yeah. I like to take my friends to the go-kart track here in Mooresville. Right. Uh, they do a good job. It's nice track. Yeah, Mooresville Motorplex? Yeah, Motorplex? Pro, yeah, yeah. GoPro yeah. Motorplex. Yeah. GoPro Motorplex. GoPro Motorplex, right. excuse yeah. me. And uh, what else do we do? Yeah, oh, yeah, Fork. That Fork restaurant. I don't know. Why you probably don't know. Wait, there. what did you yeah. say? Please repeat fork. that. Fork? Like, like fork. Fork. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't quite sound fork. like that. Your friends go posse. to Fork. It's a posse. Fork. Fork. With an R. Yep. We love that place. Uh, it's delicious. Nice food. You know, it's like uh, you share plates with everybody. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, we love to take them there. Rusty yeah, Rusty Rudder. Ah, I'm surprised you like yeah. that place. Yeah, I've, I like I've been there place. before, but I've always been there completely intoxicated. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've never been I there. I haven't been intoxicated yet. There. Liar. Yeah. No, you have. Haley has, big time. He's I like don't want to tell you the story. Like she came home and all the alarms went on and I was sleeping. Yeah. You should have been out. No, I was I was preparing for the season. <sighs> this crap. This my yeah. This my so this is the Penske stuff. Right. So No, no, no. It was serious. I actually, it was serious. I, I said, no, I'm not going out tonight. If this was a year ago, Schmidt, you would have been the one breaking the window to get in, right? It's possible. Yeah, very possible. <laughs> 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 but you, uh, you guys don't do the Walmart experience. This is what blows my mind. So They have to see it. I, I did it myself. <laughs> yeah. And I asked for something. Yeah. And they had to call three different people. Yes, <laughs> this is why you have to go. Um, nobody could understand each other. They could understand me. I could understand. They probably them. didn't speak English either. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's a different dialect when you go up. Yeah, it's a Walmart <laughs> accent. So yeah. I exit 28. The look right. on his face right now is priceless. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Exit 28. It's still English, kind of. And then you go up 31. Still English. Body school. And then. Exit 36 over. It's, that's like that's Just like downhill. That's the end. That's where like language change. Right. It's yeah. a new dialect. That's the real South. I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. You just point at things. Yeah. You like point yeah. at pictures. Yeah. What do we? Where I go? Sorry. Didn't want to uh, make fun of. Will you guys. be here during uh, Thanksgiving? We're going to San Diego. That's uh, Are you going to San Diego? Yeah, they have Walmart yeah, in San Diego. You're not too far from San Diego me. is uh, where Haiti's from, so okay. we split basically, which is really cool. It works yeah. really well for us because Haiti's American from San Diego. Um, I'm French from France. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Figure that out. <laughs> Let me write so that down real yeah, quick. Yeah, write it down, yeah. please. As if you didn't know already. <laughs> and so we spent uh, Thanksgiving with our family. Okay. We do Christmas as well. Right. Uh, there for a family, and then for Christmas we go to my family. Haley, where are you from? San Diego proper? Okay. So not so much San Diego, but like if you go out to like Corona Del Mar uh, or like Mission Viejo or, or uh, Black Friday, you going to do it? You going to take them to Black Friday? No, uh, come on. Escondido. Uh, I want to buy stuff like, uh, <laughs> like come an on. Xbox or... All right. I need an Xbox. You need like a 70-inch TV for like $400. Yeah. You need, yeah. You need to stand in the You line. may need You got to see it. You got to exactly. see it. Hey, are you guys going to go see Star Wars? <laughs> Do you know me? Yeah. Like, what kind of question is that? Are you a yeah, I, I, too? yeah, I've already Ooh, got, got tickets. I've already got tickets ordered. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Jesus. 
a friend of mine is renting out a, th a theater in St. Louis for like all his friends to come watch. Yeah, nice. so it was like, do I do that, Mike Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Like, I do I do that, or do I go to the tickets I already have? Nah, is it the same yeah. night? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, it's opening night. Are you going to? Cool. Sounds like you're a Star Wars nerd too. I want to go. Yeah, Ben, my engineer, Bretzman, is uh, is a big Star Wars fan too. Yeah. So Ailey doesn't like to go to the theater. So Why is that? She's a bit scared of, you know. Getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. So, uh, I love that. I take my lightsaber, so I don't risk anything. Yeah, you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Use the force. Yeah, I yeah. use the force. <laughs> <laughs> Depends which side you use, right? So, um, but yeah, I'd like to go. I really like to go. The thing is, is actually, I just realized I was we're talking. We're in France, so we're gonna be in France when it comes out. Is it Fred? I think it's a worldwide distro. Ça sort le 16 décembre ou pas Star Wars? Oui. I know how to say Star Wars in French. Star Wars. Star Wars. We're talking about parce qu'on parle de Star Wars. See what just happened? I responded in English first. Did you see that? Wow. I'm so proud of that. Yeah, man. Welcome to the country. I'm thinking English. Yeah. I'm gonna get you a tattoo, like a flag, eagles. Yeah. America. America. So you drive a suburban now? Or a Tahoe or a something? Tahoe, yeah, man. I saw. Like, yeah. I know you're on the Chevy deal, so Chevy, I'll allow it. But Chevy? I saw when you got that, I was like, of course he has the biggest thing they make. Tyrone is his name. <laughs> Why is it that? <laughs> because it's Tyrone. He's got black wheels and uh, he's really a beast, you know? <laughs> Hate him, shows the name, so I don't really know. He's like, I didn't do it. Wasn't no. me. No, it wasn't me. Notice how he did that. But usually I name laughing at him like, oh, no, it wasn't me. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I know. I saw you laughing there making fun of me. So. No, we were just assuming what Penske won't allow to stay in. Yeah, we, we're, so we're making like a checklist. That's got to go. Like, yeah, that's got to go. Tyrone's out. Yeah. I think, I think you know, they'd be nicer than you think. Okay. We hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we hope they'd so. Be well, what we should do is throw in some things so that they feel like they did their job. Like throw things that we know they're going to accept. Yeah, we need to give them something to do when they listen to this. Yeah, you know. So yes. So like keep well, so maybe they won't listen that fine to the record. The oh, that'd be oh, even oh, better. Yeah. That'd be better for us. Maybe yeah. they forget. Yeah. Right, yeah. David? You forget that part, right? <laughs> He's sitting in an office right now. Like, hey, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Can you listen, right? Is it is it live? No, this no, won't no. go out until November 18th. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You said that. So a lot of drivers have like specific helmet designs for specific reasons. I don't know why yours is the way it is. I don't. I don't no? think I've ever read. Is there something specific about it? Yes. Um, so the red is simple, actually. I don't know if we have a picture here, but um, I think we do. My first, first helmet, I used to do quad ATV okay. when I was the two and a half, three. And uh, the helmet that I had was red, and it had a blue stripe on the side. And for some reason, uh, I always loved red. And, uh, and as soon as I could design my helmet, I designed it red. Uh, and I had stripe on the side, uh, yeah. so and then it evolved and I kept the the lines, the same design, but I went full red. Right. Yeah. So it's just a heritage thing, like yes. a throwback to your yeah. kid. Yeah, that's cool, man. Pretty much. When so you I have all my helmets at home in France. Actually, I have all my red helmets from from the moment I was three, two and a half. It's there, and then right. All the uh, when you did the Senna helmet, was that one of the most emotional things that's oh, ever dude. happened? Because I even got emotional watching that. I was like, how cool is this? Yeah, you it know, was. Getting to see that helmet go around the brickyard and everything. Was like, oh, how did that come God. together, by the way? Like, did you have to call them? Or, like, it, I mean, it's a really cool idea, but I don't even know how that starts. Well, um, it was an interesting, uh, it was a conversation with Haley. I was like, you know, I'd, it's going to be 20 years anniversary. I mean, it's not, 
it's not a good anniversary, mm-hmm. right? I hate to say that. But you celebrate the life. But you celebrate you, the you life. Know, that's yeah. a better way to put it. Uh, Overt and Senna. And for me, he ruled my life. He's still ruling it. You sure. know, I'm still... Sometimes I watch the movies and the tape, the books I have from him to mm-hmm. get yeah. motivation back inside yeah. of me. So uh, he's ruled my life. Um, so, so you know, Cheers. I was like, it's going to be 20 years. I really want to do something special to kind of say thank you. Right. And uh, so I called Gilles Leferrin. Well, I talk to Gilles every week. So I called Gilles and we're talking about it with Haley. And Haley said, just call Gilles, see what he says. And we started talking with Gilles, and I said, what do you think? He says, it's a really good idea, but don't do the full helmet, you know, don't do the full thing. You've got to incorporate some of your design, because right. nobody can use the helmet yeah, again. Yeah, that's his, yeah. And, you know, he said, you know, that's totally Gilles. He says, what if something happens and you wear his helmet? You know, it's bad for the family. And yeah, yeah. So then he contacted uh, Bruno, Bruno Senna and uh, Vivian. Um, yes. And... Uh, so she, they, they both said that was a really good idea. Then I got in touch with them, and uh, and we got it going this way. So um, we uh, we did the design. They approved it. We actually got their official logo to put on the helmet. And you know the whole idea was to actually give back to the foundation that Ayrton and Vivian created for the kids in the in needs of um, literacy in uh, in Brazil. So the the idea was to auction off the helmet after the race and give money back and, and help the foundation. So uh, that's why they put their helmet on. We actually put, you know, the logo of the 20 year uh, anniversary as well on the top of the helmet. It's beautiful helmet. And uh, it sold, uh, it sold well. So uh, I think it sold for, uh, I don't know, I think it was $15,000. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Was that painful to give up? Like, uh, yes, yeah, I'm gonna miss this. Good looking yeah. helmet. It was, tough. Yeah. It was yeah. really tough. Yeah. yeah, it was really tough, but in the meantime, that's what it was all about. You know, that's that was the first question she asked me. She said, "But don't you want to keep the helmet afterwards?" I'm like, "No, it's not for me. You know, yeah. it's it's not you what it's all about." It. Yeah, you got to wear it. Is it? Uh, do you get being a French guy? Oh yeah, yeah, in the big Senate helmet. Yeah. In what regard? Oh, <laughs> yeah, the, yes. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do the math, Pagano. <laughs> <laughs> I I get. Sh- Every day from everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, the the you know the late '80s, big '90s. I mean, to be a French guy and and have such a love for Santa, that had yep. to be a thing. Yes, but uh, you know what? The funny thing is, is there were a lot of people who, who in in France who loved Senna too, uh, because he was such a, a charismatic guy. I right. think. Um, but yeah, I, I did get a lot of, uh, especially from the media in France. Yeah. A lot of questions about it. Why? Yeah. Why are you not a pros fan? And yeah. right, I said I respect Alain. You know, I've yeah, met him. He's a great guy. But right. the guy that made me want to become a race car driver was Senna. Right. So yeah. they respect that. Yeah. Have uh, um, yeah. Have you or or your fellow European counterparts had a cheese whiz? <laughs> <laughs> a what? Cheese whiz. It's oh, spray it's on cheese. Thing? Yeah, you spray cheese. It's like with cream, but cheese. I don't think we've ever tried that. <laughs> I'm pretty. It's. It's like on par with Rackland, I would bet. <laughs> is it? It's probably the same. It's, it sounds like it's the same thing. Jeez. If it yeah, was. Walmart is a great place for it. I feel like if it was, I would have mm. already tried. Can we maybe go with you to Walmart and <laughs> film you asking <laughs> for I'm cheese whiz? I'm impressed with your um, 
desire to go to Walmart. <laughs> uh, it's, what's up it's with that? Thing. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> if we could have a day of oh, just taking you I places just, yeah. with a camera, this guy's like dreams would come true. Yeah. yeah. Just to take a Frenchman, I'm a, a big, French Penske driver. I'm a big fan of wheels. uncomfortable situations. <laughs> yeah. And right. the uncomfortability of the whole thing would be, that's it's my you. style. That's your stuff. That's my yeah. jam. Okay. <laughs> so. I like that. I respect that. Yeah. I do. So you're the, you, no one has ever said respect in me in the same sentence, so <laughs> you may want to take that back. <laughs> so he's just being friendly. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to be American. He's professional. Being friendly, yeah. um, <laughs> Derek Walker asked, we do a pass-along question, which we'll give you in a minute. Um, did you guys talk about me? Derek? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah. He had some choice words. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, his, five, his question for... Uh, Brian Clausen. Brian Clausen was. Do you have a five-year plan? And then he asked <laughs> it to us, and we Derek. were kind of like, uh, "I wasn't prepared for this." Want to get through um, today? If you asked me what was yeah. Derek's question, I would have said that yeah. exact that so exactly that. Yeah, and I know he he managed your career for quite a while, and uh, that's the things he had funny words about you. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he uh, you know he kind of said that that's something he always asks drivers or, or you know people in the sport like do you have a plan and he said five years might be too long now because of all the moving pieces in motorsports so three-year plan but do you have a five-year plan is it be at penske in five years because that should be it if it's not i'm going to tell you that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> um but is there a <laughs> oh, oh we so asked that with the girl next yeah. to him anyways yeah, um so the question was <laughs> in your professional career favorite yeah, pizza we're place in america professional career, right? career. Yeah. Professional career. <laughs> <laughs> Save me, please. Um, yes. New question. Favorite pizza topics. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I do have a plan. I've always had a plan, actually. It's that's how I built my career. I was always looking at a five-year plan. You know, you see there's a cycle in racing. Actually. It's, it's actually super interesting if you look at it. Most teams, most. If you don't, if you take away Penske, Ganassi, um, there's other teams in sports car like Audi. Uh, you know. Most teams, like you look at Highcroft, you look at, uh, uh, I remember Highcroft, you look at um, Schmidt, actually. You look at, um, other I mean, look at, if you really look at most teams, there's a five years, five year cycle. Usually they start, they start up, year one, year two, year two goes well, year three goes really well, year four starts declining, and year five is the last year. That's usually what what happens in racing they either lose a sponsor or that's the end of the contract with the sponsor they can't find another sponsor person funding it gets bored yeah, yeah whatever exactly yeah, yeah exactly uh, and, and then they start on and do something else uh, actually muscle milk was five mm -hmm. years yeah. mm -hmm. um, things like that you know I look at that the when you look at the landscape of racing when I look at a team that I'm interested to drive for in sports car, I look at that, try to look at that when they are their peak and stuff like that. So as a driver, I think you need definitely need to do the same, but I also think you need to look further down the road. You know, you may have a two-year, three-year, five-year plan, but then you need to look at where am I going to be? Where do I want to be in 10 years? Sometimes it doesn't work that way. You have to deviate, take a detour right. like I did with sports car. But actually that detour was a blessing because it taught me so much more stuff of stuff that I needed to know. Um, my five-year plan is, you know, uh, I would like to stay with Penske. I'd like to be with Penske because I feel that's where I have the best chance to win Indy 500. Yeah. That's my number one goal. Is that the goal? Yeah. Number one. Um, that's where I have my best chance to win a championship, IndyCar championship. And, uh, you know, I hope 
I hope I can do it sooner than five years. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you know, I would like to. I would like to achieve these goals in the next five years. So, what's the after IndyCar plan? Sports car racing again, or so you know, my goal. My goal is to. I'm 31. I'd like to be in IndyCar for 10 years. Um, I would like to stay with Penske for 10 years. We don't know what's going to happen as well there. You know, you never know. I mean, maybe they might go do something else, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe there'll be other opportunities for me too. Uh, but my goal would be right now would be to stay in IndyCar until I'm 40, 41, and then uh, I'd like to go back to Le Mans and try to win Le Mans. Uh, that is definitely. I mean, I finished second. 13 seconds behind the leader, I could see the car, the Audi crossing the finish, so yeah. it's kind of sore still. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go back there. That, uh, that stint at Le Mans, weren't you on double stinted tires and they were on yeah. singles or something? Uh, well so you had like an uphill battle on top of it all? Yeah, we're doing quadruple stint. Right. Wow. So <laughs> they, they had a puncture. Unbelievable. So... So we had a puncture in the morning. I was with Baudet, right? It was only two of us because Pedro was sick. He couldn't drive anymore around midnight. So the whole time was Baudet and me. And, um, and we were going really well. We were leading. Every pit stops, it was changing, yeah. right? But overall, we were leading up until the morning, at 8 in the morning, when we had a puncture on the safety car. And the safety car row is a little different there. So we had to pit, change tires, went back out and we had to wait for the next safety car to come which was uh, like a minute and a half loss uh, so we lost the lead by a minute and a half then uh, at the end so I, I got in the car on slicks and it was sprinkling and uh, I knew that was my chance because uh, our car was pretty good in these conditions and I had nothing to lose so they told me on the radio you have nothing to lose so we don't care if you wreck because we got two cars behind that can finish second and third. Right, so, so go get them. So just go. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never so been told that. Oh, yeah. man, it was, it was <laughs> awesome because <laughs> I just went balls out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, That's oh, okay. it. Yeah. yeah. And it was sprinkling, and <coughs> I had my teammates at diverse track, a diverse place on the track. So I asked my engineer, you know, it's a three-minute and a half track. So I asked my engineer to tell me the lap time they were doing in each sector because they were ahead of me on the track. Mm -hmm. So I would know if it was raining in that part of the track ahead of time. Right. So I would know if I had to be cautious or not. So so they would tell me the lap time of the next sector. So I know if I could push it. And I would push like hell. And then the Audi made a mistake. And I caught back. And I got back within, I believe, 30 seconds. And, uh, and they had a puncture. So they were going to keep the same tires for five stints <laughs> on the car. Um... <laughs> And they did, which was incredible. Yeah. We never did five stints with our tires, and uh, we kept we had them on for four stints. But they kept they kept their tires for five stints. They gambled. They had a puncture, right. slowly going down. The tires was deflating, and they finished the race like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So is there anything else like terrible about your past I can bring up to to discuss at lunch? Oh, uh, there are a lot of things people don't <laughs> know about me. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I, w well, 2008 was a pivotal moment in my career. So 2007, I was doing Champ Car with Derek Walker, and the the team stopped because Champ Car stopped, whatever. And then I'm, you know, I got back from France. I've got a Ford Taurus as a car. Uh, that's my car. I love that thing actually. 
<laughs> I loved it. It was great in the snow. And I got back from France and it snowed like crazy in India. I think it was one of the year. It was 2008. I think that was the year that it snowed the most uh, in the last decade. I got to my car. It's freezing. I don't have gloves. I don't have anything. And the windshield is like completely frozen. Yes. It's that much snow on top of the car. And um, my cell phone rings. And my, my fingers are frozen. I look at the phone. I'm like, who could this be? I mean, it's like 8 in the evening. It's dark. Snowing. Yeah. It's freezing. <laughs> and I, I'm like, i got to pick up the phone. Because, I mean, nobody's calling. I don't have a ride right now. Yeah. I'm just going to... We never know. So pick up the phone. I'm in the Taurus. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gilles de Ferran. Hello, Simon. It's Gilles de Ferran. I'm like, what? Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> Gilles de Ferran, the guy from Honda F1 team. Penske driver? Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> 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 He's like, uh, are you around? Yes. <laughs> Can you meet this week? Yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm in Indy. I'd like to meet with you uh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boom, hanged up. <laughs> that was freezing. That was a run back store. in the airport. Yeah. yeah. Pretty well, no, that was outside in the parking lot. Oh, you were getting ready to leave. I was trying to, I was trying to take the snow off oh, the windshield with no snow. gloves yeah, and yeah. nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> and now did that lead, did the sports car stuff with Honda, did that lead into... The support for, was it Reinbold or who was the first? Yeah, so the first one that got me, the first team that got me to drive IndyCar was Dry Reinbold. Yeah. yeah, I replaced um, Anna Beatrice. Okay. She had a broken wrist and I replaced her that's at Dry right. Reinbold, the yeah. first race that in Barber. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's actually, you know, I have to give him credit for that. It's uh, Will Power that helped. Um, he, uh, that's when we're really good friends. He uh, he helped. He told Dar Dry Rainbow to get me in the car, mm -hmm. and he's been telling those guys just get Simon. Yeah. You know, if you want a good driver, he's the guy to take. And uh, I was in France, and Will calls me and says, uh, Dry Rainbow is going to call you. I've been pushing, because Lee's his wife was working at Dry Rainbow yeah. as a PR person, and uh, they called me, and I flew <laughs> I flew that night to uh, to go get to Barber basically. Yeah. How was that time? kind of walking through the paddock because I mean there was there was a pretty good amount of time where you're sitting there helmet in hand just yeah. just looking to be the sub and waiting for that chance and obviously it worked out but but our buddy Spencer Pompelli uh, told us the story of how he used to do that at Daytona to, to get a ride how kind of how humbling is that experience for you I wouldn't say I didn't feel personally I didn't feel like it was a humbling yeah. um, I felt like it was it's your racing racing career it's your life basically because it's racing is your life right Ryan it's that's what we do and it's your racing life that's on the line and it's very stressful moments because the seat is never perfect you can never make a perfect seat in the car that you've never driven uh, you don't know the engineer you're gonna get you it's the worst conditions ever basically yeah. because you're just gonna have to extract the best out of what you have and, and it might not be like you want it right but you have to do your best. You have to go. Yeah. And you might not be really f ready physically or mentally. I mean, it's just, you know, most of the times when I did those races, I got called two days before the race. I had yeah. to travel from France, jet lagged. Uh, you know, it was like, yeah, last minute kind of call. And, you know, I, I, at this level, it takes so much preparation to beat a Castro Neves and, yeah. and just show up like that with, you know, a steering wheel with the, the grip that doesn't suit your hands. And yeah. Uh, with cars that I don't have power steering, it was very difficult. Um, 
I remember Barber, my first race, man. <laughs> I was coming out of the seat in the last corner yeah. that's so long. I was coming out of the seat and I was holding on with my elbow to yeah. the tub <laughs> like that. And I was pushing my head against the headrest because my right. neck couldn't do it, trying to hold my, bod my body. And it was so much pain. Yeah. I had so much pain, but I was so d uh, dedicated and motivated to do well. Yeah. Never gave up. And uh, I remember being so tired the day after <laughs> the race, like sore and everything. But um, those are good memories too. Right. I, I wouldn't say humbling because that's when you. That's actually when you're doing something special. You know, that's when you really extract something special out of you and you put it on the table, and right. that's what you got. You know. Right. So. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, it's 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 a good and a bad situation because most people judge you, but they can't judge you because right. it's a, everybody knows it's a tough situation. Well, it's sort of like a win-win because worse that happens is you do as everybody was expecting yes and best case is you do well it's like yes oh, he just got it which is that. what i did right. right you know um same at mid-ohio <laughs> i was disappointed i drove for dry Randall again justin wilson yeah. right to replace justin because yeah. he broke his back yeah. and i wasn't happy with my performance the car was a winning car ah. that weekend right. it was a car to win it was right. beautiful and you know mid-ohio is tough because everybody's so good there everybody's a test track that yeah. we go to so everybody's yeah. very much um, at the top level yeah. and I qualified I missed the transfer for Q Q2 and started 17th I was running 8 and I, s I went off you know stupid finished 11th I think um, I felt like I should have been in top 5 you know right. so yeah. but everybody was happy with me that's the good thing. <laughs> that's uh, when that's you the weirdest thing that happens yeah. as a driver when you don't feel like you did a good job yeah. and everyone's happy. You're like, oh. That's the thing in America, right. actually. You asked me about yeah. America. Is everybody says good job. Yeah. Whatever you do, it's always it's good, good job. job. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's uplifting, right? Yeah. But when you don't do a good job, you're like, no, it's not a good job. Yeah. I mean, you do better. Yeah. <laughs> do, you ever, uh, do you watch much NASCAR? Like, have you ever yeah. heard somebody go like, oh, I had a great top 20 car? And you're like, what? I know. Yeah, yeah. I finished dirt yesterday. It was great. Yeah, no, it's like. I guess one of the things I learned throughout the years, and you probably feel the same way, is you always have to look at the outside factors and take that out of the equation and yeah. say, yeah, I drove well today. I may have finished 6th, 7th, but actually that was one of my best drives. Yeah, yeah. You know? absolutely agree. Did you know that Spencer Pelly killed somebody? Oh, sorry? So we know Senna is one of your all-time yeah. heroes. Are there any other heroes of yours, maybe not racing-related or... Or racing related, you know, Penske's a hero of mine just because yeah. the guy's been so awesome for so long. You're my hero, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're my hero, Ryan. <laughs> Anybody look up to in other forms of motorsports now? Other form of motorsports? Well, my dad. I would say my dad because, you know, you said form of motorsport, but no, I just want to say my dad yeah. definitely because he's um, he's been a model in terms of uh, being organized, being structured in my life in my head yeah. it's, it's just showed me uh, you know my mom is an artist she was a dancer yeah. so I've seen the artistic and sports side she taught me all that and he taught me the pragmatic side and the business side uh, and he always has a good um, a good uh, a good advice uh, Derek Walker has been huge in my career yeah. Jill Farron huge I would say you know you always have you always find people a few people in your career that changes it change everything for you uh, those two have been very important. I would say those are mentors, yeah. you know. Um, hero, other heroes, outside racing. Unfortunately, 
I have not, and I, that's a that's actually uh, you know you want to know about me, but that's something I'm disappointed about in my life is I have not worked hard at trying to understand um, or learn ab about other things. I wish in I did that more. In regards to life, you okay, know, um, yeah. like. I'm interested in business, economy, um, like stock market's really interesting to me. I wish I could master it, but I would never be able to master it because I didn't do the studies and sure. yeah. and it takes too long, too much time. Sure. I regret that yeah. somehow. But at the same time, you wouldn't be a Penske driver if you didn't nope. do everything you did to Absolutely. get where you are. And Absolutely. I have people that ask me that sometimes. They say, because I left school in high school to go racing and I did homeschooling, you know. And so I see my old high school friends and they still ask, like, oh, do you regret not finishing school and, like, going to college with all of us and everything? And I'm like, no, you know, because yeah. I still know you. You're still my friend, but I wouldn't have gotten where I am now yeah. if I had gone the route everybody else wanted to go. Yeah. And you have to think the same way. Because yeah, I do. I'm, like, you know, I don't have a regret when it comes to my racing life and all that. But on my personal life, I feel, you know, I'd like to be more educated. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to have more conversation. Yeah. You know, I'd like to have conversation talking about you know economy talking about whatever is that tough on sort of the sponsor side because uh, you know a big part of your job is yeah. going to those dinners now you have to sort of yeah. hold the conversation with absolutely. you know so and so guy and you pretty much only know racing i assume that's a point. great question so. absolutely and that's probably why i feel regret now is you know we have especially with penske i mean yeah. the business to business they do the amount of partners they have right. companies involved is incredible i mean we talk to uh, it goes from, you know, obviously logistic people, uh, yeah. transport, uh, computer uh, with HP, for example, technology, like you couldn't believe. Yeah. Um, even uh, even Verizon. I mean, there's so many things we can talk about. But, you know, I'm learning and I wish I knew more. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's just it. What's your go-to expression when somebody comes to, to meet you and you're not sure if you've met them or not? Like I go with, uh, good to see you. Yeah, so the same thing actually. Yeah, <laughs> good to see you. Yeah, because if you say I, I do do the same. Because if you if you say good to meet you, then the person knows <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. Yeah. So I say good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how are you? Yeah, how are you? Yeah. yeah. We uh, we looked up your hometown. Um, was it a big place you grew oh up? Oh no, because no, it's very small. Did you know Brian Joubert? Yes. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Yes. Really? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's our second podcast we've managed to get figure skating into. Yeah, we actually, yeah, uh, so. we had, um, uh, we had at some point, my trainer was his trainer. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Because yeah. you guys are similar age, I think. Yeah, yeah. similar age. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were supported by a, so in France, we have what we call the, the, the state basically support the athletes. Right. And just put this in perspective, Brian Joubert is a very accomplished figure skater, went to the world championships and Olympics several times. And, and yeah. I don't think he ever won the world championship, but he, he came did. Yeah, close. I think did he, he did. Yeah, he did. I don't oh, think okay. he won the Olympics, though. No, he, he never won the Olympics. Second yeah, the Olympics, he won yeah. simply second and ten. Yeah. You want to keep going down no, that I'm road? Done. Are you no, good? No, okay. we're good. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that was for me. I guess you don't like figure skating. Right? Actually, no. My <laughs> cousin uh, medaled in the Olympics. He oh, got he the did? silver in 94? 92. Wow. 92. Wow. 92. Uh, yeah. That was in France. Yeah. Wow. And so uh, 94. he doesn't know that. And Sean used to figure skate. You wouldn't know it now. And we were ha we actually had uh, lunch with Bob Varsha, oh yeah, the commentator, yeah, commentator. Yeah. and uh, Sean and, and Bob go into this thing about how Bob 
covers all sorts of sports and and sean actually called him an asshole (laughs) the way he did it though was very good he said uh yeah you know i'm listening to you call the f1 race the next day i got the same asshole calling the figure skating i couldn't (laughs) figure out what was going on which i just thought was amazing that Um, is well placed yeah (laughs) smooth (laughs) smooth talking so they kept referring to me as like oh i know you don't know anything about figure skating oh i'm sure you don't know anything about this and i'm sitting there all the time like my cousin went to the Olympics. <laughs> like, get out of here. Shut up. So I just let him keep going for a while. So a recurring thing we theme we've been doing on the show is a pass along question. Okay. And so yeah, we've been trying to talk about trying that to get there, like but you won't hour. shut up. I know. Um, Sorry. No. So we had lunch yesterday at Tegri. Tegri, yeah. In Indy, which Your you're familiar place, yeah. with My Sarah. Favorite place. Yep. With Sarah Fisher, and uh, Sarah's question for you. That's a two-parter. The first one you're not going to like. Um, <laughs> why did you block Joseph at Sonoma? Oh, she really believes that. Well, it was in jest. She was laughing as she oh, said okay. it. <laughs> but wow. man, let's get into it. I know. Like, when we watched the race and people were saying that, I mean, actually the commentators were saying that. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? Like, would I do that? Right. Like, people don't know me? No, I would not do that. <laughs> That's not me right there. I would not do that because I have no... Why would I do that? That's going to cost me next in the future. Right. Yeah. Um, the reason is, what happened is, is before the race... Now this is referring to Sonoma. You came yeah. in for your pit, first pit stop. New Garden's trying to get out. You're trying to get in, but you're kind of blocked, so you're stopped just blocking him from going out. So before the race, yeah. we have a big meeting, right? We, the Penske's in the, in the title contention. We is Willpower yeah. and Montoya. Montoya. So the scenario was, Will is leading. If Will is leading... He can win the championship. Okay. If Montoya is fifth, he wins the championship. Okay. I'm starting fourth. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, first thing goes well. I, you know, I, I ended up behind Montoya, so I'm like, okay, I'm out of trouble. I don't want to get in trouble with those guys. It's fine. But throughout the race, I might be able to get back because I could save a lot of fuel. The car was great. And anyways, so we go into the pits, and I realize power comes into the pits same lap as me. I come in the same lap as him and I'm like I calculate I, I counted the seconds between him and I with the point on the wall yeah I'm like he's gonna come out with pit right when I get there and I remembered Roger saying if you come into the pits the same lap as will be careful you know when you don't you guys don't get together in right. pit lane uh, okay so I thought about that I'm like, I can't get w- can't get with him I'm gonna let him go but the thing I never saw, I never saw Joseph. It's a, it was a black car. Right. I never saw him. And I did not realize that I was blocking him. And it's only when he hit me that I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then I was trying to grab the clutch because we have hand clutch. Oh, okay. But when he hit me, the steering wheel jammed out of my hands. Mm-hmm. I was trying not to stall. So I was trying to get my clutch. And the car went forward because the clutch, I, l- I let the clutch forward, go. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Joseph went through my pit box and got my my mechanics all pissed off Fired because up. of safety yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah i heard i heard these kind of comments after the race and i was like i can't believe you know it's what can i do right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> if i go into the pits i hit will obviously this is bad for my team i work for penske i'm a driver for penske imagine if i lose the championship by hitting will yeah. in pit lane first year that with the team happen, yeah. right? i have nothing to gain yeah. nothing to lose that race uh and then, you know, poor Joseph, I mean, I'm sorry I blocked him, obviously, but um, that wasn't, that had nothing to do with, uh, yeah, with yeah. I was just trying not to 
Emperor with Wheels Race. Right. And actually, I didn't realize he was there. I didn't realize the black car I never saw. That's the problem. I'm pretty sure if it was red or something, I would have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> never saw him. Well, that was mostly a joking question. But well, I, that's, but that's I, my answer. But I appreciate your answer. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Now, um, the next question, which he went immediately into, was how many times have you been called John Gerard? Why too many times? <laughs> Jeez. The waitress Oh, no, we actually yeah. we actually we told her to say that. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got set up. We got set up. Well, the, when we got here, they they it's thought time we to were here. New movie, I think. Right. And yeah, I should be the main actor. Do you see? Do you watch his films? Oh, I watch a lot of yeah. times. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's a fun movie. <laughs> you've never met him. I love him. I love him. He's a great. But you've awesome. never met him, right? No, Sasha only Baron on my Khan. iPad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got to make it happen. <laughs> so yeah, we when we got here, they. Mis they misunderstood that they thought we were here for a NASCAR interview. Oh. And so, so he said, no, no, we're here for IndyCar. And she's like, oh, okay, no, I don't really follow NASCAR at all. I'm like, have you seen Talladega Nights? And she's like, well, that I have seen. There you like, go. That's the guy. That's okay, the well, he's going to be here. Good <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> so our next guest that we're going to be sitting down with is... But, but does, the, does the Jean Girard thing get old, I assume? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially when people... Because the thing is, is I'm okay with people calling me Jean Girard. But people ask me to do the accents. I right. don't need to do the accent. <laughs> yeah, it's I already there. It. This yeah, is it's it. already <laughs> there. Yeah, it's yeah. it. where the joke comes from. You know, that's it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the Ricky Bobby accent? See, there you go. Yeah, see, that's a go a different direction, right? Yeah, it is. Um, why don't you just bite it and make them all look like <laughs> and wear the Perrier suit to a race? I, I, just be I, like, happy? Let's, get it, it. Let's think, get it all out. Let's get it all out. I think with Penske, we could do it. Yeah. I think it's possible. We just need to get into it. But actually, we talked about it the other day. Actually, it was a good idea. They're buying into yeah, it. Yeah, just, just end it. Be like, okay, yeah, I did it. Got it. I did it. Yeah. It's a good idea. We should do it. So Could get worse, too. Yeah, maybe. We might get Perrier sponsorship. Yep. Double-edged sword. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so that could work. We're going to be sitting down with uh, Bill Riley later this evening. Okay. Bill the designer? He, the, the car Riley? designer, yeah. He's also a very well-accomplished uh, strategist and, and just race engineer throughout his career. Any thing you could think to ask Bill Riley huh. if you had the chance the first question that comes to my mind is if there was you know what else would you do if you could go backwards what would you do different do you guys want your phone in a box I would love a box you like that question yeah it's good it's good hard to work and eat what would you do different me yeah well it worked out pretty well you're uh, like yeah. uh, nothing <laughs> Petsky yeah it worked out pretty well <laughs> I think actually this yeah I would have surrounded myself, but I was really young, okay? I had a chance to go to Formula One with uh, Renault. Mm -hmm. I was under contract and everything. I was 17. Um, but, uh, I mean, my family was not in racing, and um, I didn't have a good understanding what it take, what it took at the time to become a professional race car driver. So, you know, I see all the, the kids coming up right now. They're ready, you know. They, mm -hmm. they have mental trainer. They have physical trainer they they don't go to school anymore <laughs> i mean they do school at home but you know and then and but they're ready they're, they're professional drivers at like 15 mm -hmm. they're ready uh, i didn't have any of this preparation up until i decided to do it myself by research and trying to understand how i could become better when i came here in the u.s when i was 21 22 so i lost i probably lost seven years in my career where i could have been better earlier and grew faster mm -hmm. so you know like physical preparation up until I was let's say 21 
I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Mental preparation started, I was 19, but just starting. Um, and obviously I realize now that the, the power of the mind is like infinite. Sure. So I've lost a lot of time that way. So I would do that differently. I would surround me with people like that, that would uh, help me prepare better. And, and I would not have thrown away my shot at Formula One. Penske's an awesome second. Yes. And you'll actually but get to like win races. I, mean, I want to be clear on that because the other day I got asked on that. That doesn't mean Formula One was my number one choice. Right. Um, my It was equal to me, either Penske yeah. IndyCar or Formula One. Well, so. yeah, because, I mean, Penske IndyCar, you're going to win races. You're going to yeah. be in the hunt every year. Renault, yeah. Pff, yeah. sometimes you're going to be dead yeah. last. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then at best, you might be sixth. And yeah, still trying true. to collect your paycheck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, or taken out by your teammate. That too. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about mental preppedness like what do you do what's yeah. your so when i started uh it was because my mom my mom realized i was struggling to get my uh to be fully concentrated uh on the task i would have a good race and a bad race mm -hmm. nobody would know why i didn't know why i was a bit lost for i was lost in my mind uh when i was 18 and then one day she said why don't you uh go see this doctor i talked to him and uh, he's going to help you with meditation that could be interesting so we um she uh, she took me uh, she took me to the doctor and uh, this doctor was our family doctor and he started reading to me uh, meditation lessons and we started doing meditation together and it changed my life changed everything my relationship with people uh, the way i was expressing myself in public uh, the fact that i could now structure my mind too like i was saying earlier um so I started like that, and then in 2000, I believe it was 2010, started working here with uh, with Jacques Delaire. I don't know if you know yeah, him. Yeah, I know. From Performance Prime mm -hmm. here in the U.S. in Charlotte, and um, and he's he's helping with this program to uh, you know do some games that helps me concentrate, uh, focus longer, and and uh, optimize my my brain basically. Does Mo does Montoya meditate? I don't know. It looks like he just goes like, eh. Yeah, eh. I've done it. Eh. Be okay. Yeah. Okay, let's <laughs> drive. Yeah. I don't see Will Power meditating either. I see him playing like Call of Duty. Yeah? Yeah. Just He's actually, like just he works a lot more than people think. Does he? He's yeah. just so like relaxed and kind of like, eh. Yeah, he works it's, hard. Yeah, I he believe works it. Hard. I mean, I guess you have to. Yeah. But he's so good at just looking like he's like, oh, what? what okay. Are you yeah, I'll drive. Sure. But Champ he's, car, uh, IndyCar, he's always thinking, he's always thinking about the race car. Yeah. He's... He used to be even more intense than he is now, but he used to be like, you couldn't have a normal conversation with him. It was all, always about the race car, yeah. about doing a better lap. How could I go better there and there? But very intense. What's interesting is you can't talk about him without doing the eyes. Even just then, <laughs> yeah, the eye, yeah, it's crazy. So. You don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've gotten to drive some amazing race cars from the last season of Champ Car, the Peugeot P1 car, which is a dream car of so many people, current IndyCar, Corvette GT, yeah. you know, Le Mans racer. Ford Focus. <laughs> Ford, Ford, Ford Taurus. Taurus, excuse Ford me. Taurus, 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 S-E-L, so. <laughs> with a little rear wing on the back. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you put the wing on or did it come like that? No, it came like that. Yeah. I had Factory. Alloy wheels. Factory. On. Yeah. Had what? Alloy, alloy wheels. Alloy wheels. Oh, alloy wheels, yeah. yeah. Sorry. yeah. No. Um, uh, awesome machinery you've gotten to race that oh the Acura ARX uh, yes, the first one a, yeah. the first prototype car to have the same size front and rear tires yeah. a lot of people don't know that that Audi stole that from Honda HPD <coughs> and Peugeot as well yeah, yeah a lot of those teams 
developed technology based off of that. So you get to drive like this, some of the coolest stuff in the yeah. last decade. What? Uh, I guess it's a two-part question. I asked this of uh, Catherine Legg and Oriel Servia and a few other IndyCar drivers. First question is, which which one's the coolest thing? Like, if if you could drive one car right now for a day at Kershaw, your favorite track, <laughs> 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 what would be the go-to? Like, I mean, wow. I imagine because I've read that the Peugeots or the P1 cars are now making you know crazy crazy power, close to P1 or F1 power, and they've got sometimes more downforce, but you know they're obviously yeah. heavier, so it slows down a little bit. But like, what's the so one car that I've driven and one car that, that you have driven? Yeah, I think. I think I'll take uh, the one time I had the the most fun was driving the uh, Acura ARX 02A at Road Atlanta yeah. in Laguna Seca. Oh, I bet. Oh, that was just oh my god! I I still remember the lap, the qualifying lap in my head. It was yeah, unbelievable. Just tons of downforce. Tons of downforce. Didn't have too much power, so it was all about downforce, carrying speed, braking yeah. late. Um, that was fun. Yeah. But certainly, if I was to go to Le Mans, it depends on the track. Yeah, because sure. if I was to go to Le Mans, I would want to drive the 2010 uh, Peugeot. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get to race it. That car broke down before I got in it in 2010. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did 09 was your last year? Sorry? 08 or 09 was your last year? Uh, 11. Oh, so you just didn't get to race at all? No. I guess. I, I didn't know because it broke down. We had a, a chassis failure. Yeah. Unbelievable. It never happened. And uh, we were doing... Lap times went 317. <laughs> we had about 850 horsepower. Yeah, uh, a minute faster than the GT cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that car was super cool. Everybody I talked to that's race champ car swears by that old car. They're like, that was the coolest car to race. The old Reynards or Lola's or Well, or you the drove DP. the DP07. Yeah. Okay. But same yeah. same amount of grip and, and power in the whole nine yards. And now the current Indy car doesn't have as much. Why is that? Like. Is that what is everybody in the paddock under the same impression? Like, hey, Champ Car was the was the coolest stuff we got to drive. <laughs> Let's go back that direction with this series. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you know they're pining on downforce and downforce and downforce on these cars, and we're braking later and later, and and you can't differentiate um, the cars anymore because you're reducing the time you're reducing the time you spend on the brakes, and the difference you can make compared to somebody else is braking. Yeah. You know, uh, slowing down. If you're on the throttle, everybody's going the same speed. Yeah. So I feel like the cars are, you know, we have so much downforce. I mean, we have the level of downforce maybe a little bit more than an F1 car right now. I mean, it's yeah. a lot with those big wings yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but we have a little less downforce, and the cars are heavier. So the weight is actually what we're struggling with the most. But except from that, I mean, it's it's definitely lacking some power. Uh, but that that's not the manufacturer's fault. It's... The regulation, you yeah. Know, uh, I mean, because wh what do you guys make now? Like seven hundred horsepower? Seven hundred, yeah. We could make a thousand horsepower all day long. Yeah. They're doing it in the seventies. Yeah, you know, on we hodgepodge could. builds. We could, but the engines wouldn't make twenty five hundred miles. Like right now, they have to make I think twenty eight hundred miles, yeah. which is a lot yeah, for a race for engine sure. that runs at twelve thousand RPM. Yeah, uh, and that's the regulation to limit the cost. But I don't think racing is about limiting costs. You know, I mean, I mean, it's just. If you want to limit cost, then don't go racing, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's it's a complete paradox to me. I guess the last thing I would want to ask you, just because I'm thinking of what people that listen would want to hear about. Yeah. Clearly, IndyCar had a very bad year in terms of safety things. As a friend of mine, I like I consider you and I consider Hinchcliffe like people I know. So when I see you on track at the ovals, I'm always a little bit, and I'm sure Haley probably sits there chewing her fingernails off. Um, 
Where do you see the future of the series in terms of safety for, for injuries related to helmet and head and things like well, that? I tell you, and, and I'm going to be super honest, yeah, I think it all depends on IndyCar, uh, whatever they want to do. I think you know, we're a bit of a, I'll be honest, and I think we're a bit of a stall mode right now. Um, I wish uh, I wish IndyCar was more active, proactive on safety, and, and I wish they were going forward. But um, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, that's a question for IndyCar, but uh, they definitely need to keep pushing, yeah. keep being a sport uh, of innovation, uh, like they've done with Safer Berea, but that's too far, you know, that's too long ago. Um, let's do something else. Let's understand what can make the car safer, what can make the helmets safer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, is this, uh, you know, just, just, yeah, I have a lot to talk about on that, but... Um, We'll see what they do. I mean, at the end of the day, it's their decision. Um, and uh, so far, we haven't heard anything. If they uh, if they stayed with the current configuration of car that they have, but said, screw it, we're going to put 1,000 horsepower on there, you're going to go, you know, 245-mile-an-hour laps at Indy with safety as it currently is, would that change anything for you, or would you still go for it? I'd still go for it because that's what I love doing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in the best team. I've got the best chance to win. And that's, you know, I feel that's what I was uh, made to do, made to, to be. Um, you know, obviously, when Justin Justin Wilson passed at the end of the year, that's a question you ask yourself. You know, it's like you're going to a race next weekend after that, and you wonder if it's worth it. And for me, it is. There's no no other places that we want to be when I'm in the race car. Uh, you know, the stress before the Indianapolis 500, but the moment you get into the your seat and you buckle in and you have a helmet on is just the best moment ever for me. So, you know, the competition, the how competitive I am. Uh, I would never be able to find that sort of competition with anyone in any other job or sport. So uh, the level of intensity in IndyCar is so high, that's that's where I want to be. And that's why I pursued it. And that's why I decided to go to IndyCar and, and be here. It's so intense that you feel when you win, it's very, very rewarding. And one win a year is like, is an accomplishment because it's so hard to win. So uh, I wouldn't do anything else, to be honest. Um, I, you know, I just love it. I really love the speed of the oval. Um, it's kind of crazy, actually, but uh, to think about it like that. But uh, I love the thrill of it. I love the adrenaline it produces, and I wouldn't wouldn't give it up. That's how I feel about PR and pro-am sports car racing. <laughs> 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 awesome. Well, thanks again, man. And again, yeah. for the fact that you brought yeah, your thanks, friends. Thanks for the entourage. We, ru we ruined coming. your day, so yeah. we're really sorry about My that. Entourage. Sorry to ruin your lunch. Yeah. So. <laughs> How was the wine? It's okay. Time is over. Wine was good. Cabernet. Cabernet. You actually made safer barrier sound really, you know, important yeah. when you said safer barrier. Safer barrier. <laughs> how you said it, I was like, oh my god. Cipher. <laughs> 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 All right, Cottonell's got the check. Thank you, guys. Simon Pagino, proof that the system can work. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, here's a song by uh, the Agrolites, also available on iTunes. Again, that's the Agrolites. Uh, this is a song called Free Time. Enjoy. <laughs>
what you talking about? My love for you is grown. She said, I'm gonna. 